Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Friday morning, college football's biggest star by a mile has been caught up in COVID. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin were presented by Progressive Insurance. Paul Feinbaum, who has covered this great sport for 40 years, will join us here in just a few minutes with his sports. It's been a long, long time, right? <laughs> I didn't realize he's been doing it for 40. 40, 40 years. years. And we'll get his thoughts on Trevor Lawrence. If you're just waking up this morning, got a million a things time, going on. Man. I totally get it. Last night, they announced he's got COVID-19 in isolation for 10 days, obviously, out for tomorrow's game. His future with their next game, their biggest game of the season, and by far their biggest regular season game all year long will be against Notre Dame. And he is up in the air whether he plays in that particular contest. But instead of talking about the games, let's talk about the person first. Jay, uh, this is a huge story over college football, a season that has been marred by coronavirus, no matter where your favorite team plays. Yeah, so look, for young players in this type of situation, I I was going to say one of the things, not having fans, as many fans there, should probably make the experience not as daunting as it would be if you're obviously playing with 70,000, 60,000 people. You mean for for DJ? For DJ. Well, it's at home, so Yeah, but still, still, like, not having – It's still going to be – it's still at home, smaller crowd – You'll have some sort of conference, but they'll still be loud. I mean, you know, it because it, it's empty. I, I, and that whatever little fans are there, you're still going to hear everything. It's more about understanding the pressure that you have to play flawless football. Not necessarily flawless, but yeah. good football to win this game. Because if you, you're the one who loses the game at the quarterback spot and you don't play well, now there's a chance and a risk that the national championship hopes can go out of the door. I don't know, or DJ. out the window, better yet. Yeah, out the door, out the window. I like both. It works. Both leaving. I, I watched <laughs> DJ a little bit of tape on him about maybe two weeks ago. It, and, and Key, everything you tell me about him playing at a really big high school, used to being in big moments. I will say, though, like for a guy like that, a lot of people, of course, are going to say, hey, there's pressure. But the way I will look at this as an athlete, the way I was taught to look at something is, first off, pressure makes diamonds. Pressure is an opportunity. It's an opportunity. So for a guy like DJ, not having 70-plus thousand people in the stands, will there be some anxiety? Sure. But after a while, it takes a second to kind of get lost in the game. Key, you had to experience this. We get lost in the competitive juice of the game. You almost forget that you're playing because you're too busy being locked into each possession at a time. Well, the good thing about it is he has other high-profile players. On this team. This team, obviously, from a notoriety standpoint, it's about Trevor Lawrence because of the name, likeness, and image. But as far as players, they've got a ton of players that will play on Sundays that's on this team. And so that helps. He doesn't have to carry the burden. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they may not even have to throw the ball ever. They could just run the ball at Boston College. Just run the ball here, man. Go and hand it to him and we get out of here healthy. And for those that are not familiar, DJ Uyangalale, that is the All guy right, that Jay was referenced. Uyangalale, he is a redshirt <laughs> freshman from Bellflower, California. Huge name, kid, so. pro pocket passer, USA Today Player of the Year, a typical Clemson recruit. And always remember, Trevor Lawrence got his opportunity when they replaced Kelly Bryant. Obviously, this is just going to be a pit stop. The second Trevor Lawrence is healthy, he is going to be back. But it's an instructive lesson just to remember that when Clemson needs to put a young kid with not a lot of experience but a ton of potential and upside into a game, they can do it. They have no problem at the quarterback spot. Deshaun Watson was a true freshman. Okay, 
I watched him play at Clemson as a true freshman in multiple games, live in person. I watched him play against South Carolina with a torn ACL still out on the field. They have no problem inserting true freshmen, whether it's a wide receiver, whether it's a running back, a defensive back, offensive lineman. They get them ready to go. That's the one thing I can say about Dalbo Sweeney and this program is they get their young kids ready to go. Whatever they're doing with them, however they're teaching them, these guys are learning and they're learning fast. I still go back to the question I had at the beginning of the show at the 6 a.m. hour. Mm-hmm. You know, when does that 10-day timeline start when you think about, I call him sunshine, but you, you know, <laughs> like when, when does it start for him? Like when, did it start on the, at the onset of symptoms? And if, if, if that's the requirement, when did the onset of symptoms actually start? Or did it actually start on the first day that he was quarantined, which was – Wednesday evening, I, Thursday morning? Just just the fact that he has some mild symptoms. It feels like to me that it started before the actual test on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Because, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, he get tested, then all of a sudden he has symptoms, opposed to he was having symptoms. It just so happened he was getting ready to get tested. Or, he got tested, and now he's positive. That's kind of what the way... It feels like that because he has a symptom. And it's important to know, this isn't like going to the doctor. I have some sniffles, so I'm going to the doctor. They test Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. So these were locked-in dates. To Jay's point, it's 10 days from the onset of symptoms, and that's something that only Lawrence really knows what occurred. So you add 10 days from that standpoint. We should also mention he has to pass an EKG and an echocardiogram because there have been several cases of coronavirus attacking the hearts of young people. And all I was going to say, Zubin, it's not right. It's not right, but it's like a loophole, right? Because within the fine lines of what the stipulations are, if you can move those margins slightly, mm-hmm. people do that in order to play. So if it's the onset of symptoms, even if the symptoms started Wednesday morning and you got tested Wednesday and you found out Wednesday evening that you actually had COVID, you can always say, guys, well, actually my symptoms started on Monday. I didn't feel great. Last word, just a reminder, this is not just an issue that's affecting pockets of the country. Think about the big brands that have been affected by uh, the coronavirus across college football, Clemson, Florida, Alabama, Wisconsin, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Purdue's coach had got it and actually missed his opener because he was battling coronavirus. Again, most of those are powers, but all of those are big-time schools and big-time leagues, and it is taking place across the country. We're going to have Mr. 40-year, Mr. Paul Feinbaum, join us with his perspective on what's going on and a couple of issues percolating in the Big Ten that might have snuck under your radar. But first, let's go from A to Z. And we will begin with... Where else? Big news here with the Atlanta Falcons on Thursday Night Football. This is something we barely even mention, right? It's Thursday Night Football. It should be our well, lead story uh, on Friday, but it was, was the, the Keyshawn. Falcons. Well, uh, yeah, well, you know, it was the Panthers, <laughs> and well, you know, Julio had seven catches for a buck thirty-seven. And well, you Julio know, Julio went nuts, him. though. He did. Yeah, he went nuts. He's been banged up a good portion of the year. Just reminding people how good he is. And then you had Teddy throw an interception inside the ten late of under a minute. To was go. there a part of you that was waiting? for the Falcons to do something in <laughs> right. this game. Right. Like I watched the game towards them. I'm like, all right, here it comes. Right. It's a matter of time. Here it comes. Right. And finally, happen. they turned the tide. They've How had some hard that? luck losses. Keyshawn not happy with the way his quarterback. He shouldn't have threw that, though. He knows better than that. That he does. He's backing He's... away and throwing to a guy with three people around him. The guy that is the interim head coach for the Atlanta Falcons right now is Raheem Morris. Listen to how he described Julio. Hostra guy. Anytime he plays in a game, um, there's going to be a big difference. We talked about this earlier. We talked about them with Christian McCaffrey. 
and that's with Julio Jones. You know, those two guys are LeBron James type players, Michael Jordan type players. When they play, is a difference makers, and they definitely showed that tonight. He showed that for sure. That's some high praise. Uh, LeBron James and Julio Jones. Are you buying that? Well, I understand what he's saying. He, he is a difference maker. I'm not I mean, asking he, if you understand. I'm asking if you if you, if you would say that, Keyshawn. It's different, though. I understand what he's saying. He's not saying. Why are you being so soft right now? Tell us what you really think. Because it's not the same. He's not. It's just like Dalbo said, Michael Jordan, Deshaun Watson. I understand what they're saying. He's not saying that he's great, like just going to take over the NBA or the NFL. He's just saying that in certain moments, they rise to the occasion. That's all. You're so nice this morning. <laughs> This is not your typical fashion. And for those of you not aware, Deshaun Watson, Dabo Sweeney uttered before the draft, if you pass on this kid, it's like passing on Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was, of course, a Chicago legend. And another Chicago legend, hopefully in the making if you're a White Sox fan, Tony La Russa is back. He's obviously a legendary skipper no matter what, four-time manager of the year, Hall of Famer. He's back in Chicago. He actually was dismissed after the 1986 season. So, yes, after 34 years, at the age of 76 – He's back again. Guarantee you he's not pulling Blake Snell in the bottom <laughs> of the six. Just saying. He's old school. Tony LaRusa is as old school as it gets, but the results were certainly there. But how old school is he? He's all against the bat flipping and everybody having fun like Tatis and Bautista. Like I said, old school, hard line dude. But maybe, just maybe, like he, he's getting a little soft. Every year, there's more and more attention being paid to uh, who does good and who does bad in the game. You don't do anything right or wrong uh, in a clutch moment that you don't get celebrated for or criticized for. So I've seen how that has impacted players emotionally. And if I see that it's sincere and it's directed towards the game, that's display- displaying the kind of emotion that you want. As a coach, what you want to do is you want to get players passionately involved with the competition. And he is passionate to do it. Day in and day out at the age of 76 is something, fellas, real quick. It uh, seems like he's changing, changing his tune on a couple of different things. What do you think about this 76-year-old guy back in baseball? long as he's in tune with what's going on in society today, I think he'll be fine. You've got to understand the, the players, the pulse of the players, the pulse of the organization in society today, not in 1965 and all that other stuff, today. I'm cool with where he is today. The one line that kind of caught me for one second is when, when he says, you know, I don't mind you talking about things, uh, protesting things, that sort, as long as you're passionate. Like, these are the things that the, the semantics of comments like that. Okay, Tony, I hear what you're saying, but you really can't define what you see as passion in somebody or not. That's up to that individual. So things like that in 2020 may become something bigger. Or may not, depending upon the person he's making that reference to. The parsing of words and the interpretation of context. It's 2020. Get used to it. Let's do a little college football. The biggest star in the sport has tested positive. First and foremost to Trevor Lawrence. Take care of yourself. Get healthy soon. Clemson has plenty of talent, but I think that they're in good hands. That's why they're 31-point favored. There's the deal. It's the story everybody's talking about in the sports world, especially down in the southeast where the Clemson Tigers, as you know, over the last decade or so have just become an incredible force in college football. And, of course, down south is our man, Paul Feinbaum, whom you can hear and watch yes. every weekday afternoon at 3 Eastern. Oh, I love the, the jabs at Network. Key. 
<laughs> and we can pretty much say, as they say in the TV business, throw the rundown out the window. How about four hours of calls on Trevor Lawrence? And we'll get Paul here started this morning on a more serious note, Paul, when this came down. I mean, let's be honest, biggest star on the sport by a mile. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's so extraordinary, Zubin. In, in the last 15 days, we've had the two biggest names in college football test positive. Of course, Nick Saban undid that, as only Nick Saban could do. Uh, so we moved him off the board, and, and now it's all about Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, we watch. Uh, this is so interesting because uh, of his prominence, uh, his draft status, and, and also the biggest game of the year in college football is a week and a day away, and that's Clemson at Notre Dame. And, you know, we'll be watching. Is he going to be eligible or not? And, and, and I know the most important thing, I don't want to be – belittle it is his health, but he is young. Uh, we've heard from him already that the symptoms are mild, so now we'll be watching. Uh, if the onset of this virus was on Wednesday, then technically, technically, uh, he could get out uh, of isolation and, and be cleared to play in South Bend, and that's really where the focus is going to be. Uh, I, I've heard from doctors already who say that's not a good idea, uh, that this is a serious situation, and, and after being isolated for that long, you, you shouldn't play a football game the next day. But uh, we, will, we will hear a, another round of, of, of physicians and epidemiologists and sports physicians on whether he should or shouldn't play, depending on his condition. Paul, this is where it gets murky, though. So his COVID test came back positive Wednesday. How do you truly determine when he started to have the onset of symptoms if it's that 10-day quarantine, could you not – if his last test was Sunday, could you potentially say, yes, I started feeling things Monday, which could then expedite the process? Yeah, I, I, I hate to be cynical at a time like this, but I'm going to be. It's whenever uh, you want it to be that, that, that fits the timetable to get you back to play. I mean, we've watched this all year, but this might be the poster case uh, in, in terms of, of, of really determining whatever you want it to be because you're right – uh, Jay, there, there's no way of knowing. And, you know, I, I don't know how this is going to end. I, I hope it ends well for his health. But the, I think the most important thing here is even if he doesn't play, it doesn't mean that Clemson is out of the college football playoff. They'll get an opportunity, uh, more than likely, to play Notre Dame again. And remember, Notre Dame has already dealt with COVID issues uh, four or five weeks ago, uh, and it hurt them. Uh, they came back after a couple of weeks. They looked terrible against Louisville, barely winning that game, uh, and now they're, they're seemingly healthy. But Trevor Lawrence means a lot, and, and I, I know that they have great backups. They have a five-star, number one quarterback in the country uh, who is set to take over, but uh, nobody can compare to Trevor Lawrence. He is the defining player in college football this year. Paul, obviously, if for me and you, we would tell him to run to the NFL after this season, but how do you think it impacts his future at Clemson? Well, I, I still think he's going to. And, and, you know, we talked about it the other day where, where I think more than anything, he's playing games with the media or, or he was playing games. But you know, when, you've, when you've done what he has done, uh, Keyshawn, I mean, there's nothing left to prove. I mean, he was ready to go to the NFL uh, after one year when he won a national championship last year. At, at times, he almost seemed bored. Uh, if you if you look at it technically, I mean, he was trying to do things last year as a quarterback that that that, that he shouldn't have been doing. But it looked like I'm tired of playing Wake Forest and and Duke, and I'm going to try to do a couple of things uh, that that will get me ready for the for the league. And and you know, he had such a terrible season last year. 
he lost his final game. That was the only loss. He's only lost one game uh, as a starter at Clemson, which is so extraordinary. So it, it will be interesting to see that. I, I mean, short of something really terrible happening here where he, where he does not come back quickly, I, I can't imagine why he wouldn't come out. There, there's no reason for him to stay there. Could, under these circumstances, in a strange, weird year, as you know, Paul, could Clemson be the first two-loss, for whatever reason, hypothetically, first two-loss team to make the college football playoff? It's hard for me to believe that. Um, I mean, you could probably come up with a uh, absolutely bizarre set of circumstances. So, I mean, let's say that he doesn't come back and they lose this game. Uh, they'll get a pass. Uh, the college football playoff committee and uh, in, in all their secret uh, uh, handshakes and however they do things, even though they tell us how they do them, we don't know because they don't let us in. Uh, th- they will not charge Clemson for that. But at some point, they're going to have to win the 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 ACC championship game. So, I mean, the only way I think that's even uh, conceivable is if he misses another game and they lose. But, but I, I don't think because the ACC is, is really not that great. I mean, it's good, not, but it's not, it's not the best league in college football. I, I don't think the uh, committee would give them a two-loss pass, not at all. Never happened, as we have said all morning long, in the era of the playoff, which began in 2014. Paul Feinbaum is joining us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. I want to switch gears from the biggest story in college football, obviously circling through the ACC with Trevor Lawrence, to the Big Ten, and specifically Big Red, the University of Nebraska. Their game against Wisconsin canceled because of all the outbreaks at Wisconsin. Their program is on pause for a week. But if you know anything about Nebraska throughout the entire offseason, they have been indignant. They want to do anything they can to play anyone, anytime, anywhere. They just want to play football. So after their game with Wisconsin was wiped out, various reports said they wanted to have a game with Chattanooga. That would be Tennessee Chattanooga, but the Big Ten essentially snuffed it all out. I want you to listen to this, Paul. This is Nebraska head coach Scott Frost, former Nebraska quarterback, living legend in the state. Back on August 10th, right around the time the Big Ten was getting ready to cancel, essentially saying, if you have 100 yards and a grass field and dudes, we're ready for you. We want to play a Big Ten schedule. I hope that's what happens. Our university is committed to playing no matter what no matter what that looks like and how, how that looks. We want to play no matter who it is or where it is. So we'll see how all those chips fall. We certainly hope it's in the Big Ten. If it isn't, I think we're prepared to look for other options. So he said that in August. He tried to pull that off in late October. Paul, what in the world do you make of this, especially when one of his fellow coaches in the Big Ten, Jeff Brom, missed his opener battling coronavirus. David, it's time for the Big Ten in Nebraska to get a divorce. Uh, It's not working. It's been going on for 10 years, and they just don't fit. Uh, Remember, Nebraska was in the Big 8, which became the Big 12, and they thought they were too good for for the Big 12, and and they got a lucky invite uh, to the the Big Ten. They were trying to expand the footprint. I I mean, I don't don't know what they gained by, by adding Nebraska uh, other than a, a once great tradition that is no more. Nebraska has been in the Big Ten for 10 years. What have they won? Uh, I mean, what have they done other than bellyache and cry and complain and, and really bring uh, bad tidings and, 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 and bad, bad rep to, to a really great league? And uh, you know, the, back to the Chattanooga situation, 
What were they going to gain by playing Chattanooga? The athletic director said something about, you know, we're trying to get data points for the CFP. Nebraska's not going to the CFP. I mean, they, they've already lost a game. They're, they're, they're not going anywhere. So I, I just don't understand it. And, you know, I, I think Scott Frost is a really great – I was told he was like one of the greatest coaches in college football, but I, I've yet to really see anything in his, in his uh, short tenure out there. So, you know, Nebraska, uh, you know, c- call the lawyers, uh, get, the, get the paperwork done, and find some place – that you'll be welcome, which, quite frankly, I'm not sure is anywhere. But, but anyway, I've had enough to say. We'll take him at the Pac-12. No, just kidding. Well, good. You got him. <laughs> oh, Paul. It, it, you, They'll you're, fit right in there with all the other malcontents like you. Oh, <laughs> It was a matter of time. I knew uh, it. I, I, I am not going to succumb to the pressure of a narrative set by a man who barely knows me. <laughs> hmm. I just feel like you don't know what to say against Paul because well, he eviscerates he, he you every time he me. comes on he, the show. You, Paul, you attack me every single time that you come onto the show, and it's not fair. You see, Paul, he respect you. But He's used the, to doing the, the attack. For the audience Paul. who doesn't know, I, I, I really do like uh, Key. Oh, we, of course, we don't know we're, each other well, but we've had some conversations before. No, we know each other well enough. Now, look when you when you look at the situation as a whole, right? The twenty-one day uh, protocols that are in the. Big Ten versus the ACC on the 10-day, which, you know, lock and step goes kind of with the CDC. Why Why the Big Ten with the 21-day? What What are they trying to gain by doing that, Paul? Uh, they're trying to show everyone that we care more about COVID than you do. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll try not to recite everything that we already know about. But when, when they shut down, they took a lot of heat. We all know that. So when they came back, and, and they were – they were bullied into it by people like Scott Frost. Uh, Ryan Day played a role. And then the biggest thing was watching Notre Dame and their own footprint play football somewhat successfully. They, they got back in before Notre Dame started having COVID issues. They decided, okay, we're smart. We're the smartest guys in the room. We're going to make it more difficult. And I, I think some of it was intentional. I think you have a couple of presidents in the Big Ten who – don't want football this season. Uh, they thought it was uh, a ridiculous idea to come back, but they, they decided we had, you know, everyone else is doing it. Why can't we? So they put extra teeth in and it, essentially it's going to uh, cost Wisconsin greatly. Uh, they very well may miss uh, the, week, the next week's game against Purdue and their, their, their path to the Big Ten championship game is going to be very difficult because of it. I, I don't know what, what's right or wrong. Uh, I, I assume the CDC does. So uh, I, I would I would I would adhere to their their guidelines more than uh, the Big Ten president's guidelines. I think that's a great point. And speaking of right or wrong, we'll add a W to this. Chattanooga coach Rusty Wright, the guy they were trying to have a game with, actually made it clear that they wanted to play anyone, anytime, anywhere. So it didn't come out of thin air. It's certainly something Nebraska had targeted. But we should also mention Chattanooga is an F. CS team, not an FBS team, not a big boy school. They're an FCS school showing you how desperate Nebraska really was to get back out there. We are going to see you this afternoon at 3 Eastern on the SEC Network for the best college football discussion anywhere. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. I'm going to try not to listen to your show today, too. Bye. (laughs) Best friends, I think. (laughs) I think. On the way, I know, Jay will or won't, our Mm. resident gambler, goes deep. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And let's get it going. We've picked some games. We've got some interesting odds. And we'll begin with the start of a new era. From Tuna to Tua. Big Tuna is a super ambitious guy. Los Angeles at Miami. I think he got excited. He thought Tuna was Bill Parcells. But no, not, not that. Tuna to Tua. Total passing touchdowns, Jay, in his first career start for Tua hosting the Los Angeles Rams. We'll put it at one and a half. Over. Over. I know that the Rams have a good defense. I know Aaron Donald is coming. They can move him around a ton. But I give Tua a lot of credit. He's a gamer. Coming from Alabama, this is what he does. I think he's going to have a pretty big performance in his first NFL start. Just so that you know, though, that was Tuna. He used to run the Dolphins, remember? That's Ooh. right. So they're moving from Tuna to Tua. Love it. I, you know, this is going to be interesting to me, but I, I'm going to go with Jay with this one. I think when you look at it, he'll have some success. But in, in that success that he'll have, he's going to have a lot of big bites taken out of him from the Rams. And that's at plus 120. Lay 100 to win that 120 back. Next up. The Northern War. The King in the North. Minnesota at Green Bay. Now, this one seems like a layup, but then again, I'm not the gambling man. Jay is, even though the guys think I'm the gambling man. Aaron Rodgers, total passing touchdowns, hosting one of the worst teams at the NFL. Over, under, one and a half. Minnesota secondary is not good. What are you talking? This is not even a question. It's not even a question. It's, Over. It's a layup. It's Come a on. layup. The secondary in Minnesota struggled this year a little bit, and Aaron Rodgers, you know what that is. Struggled I mean, a bit. Bad. I mean, they, they struggle. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. You, you've been really nice today. Is it is, is it because it's Friday? I'm trying to set a narrative as like I'm a mean ass all the time. Stop. Uh, have you seen the text messages that we have? I haven't, but that's <laughs> Inside show. Uh, over at minus 220. Let's move on. The You Can Do It game. You can do it. New England at Buffalo. Gigantic game, obviously, for both teams. Individually, Jay, let's hone in on one guy, Cam Newton. Total passing yards. Just remember, last week, he was under 100. Jeez. Okay? Oh, just bringing it up. Just goodness. Fast. Cam Newton, total passing yards, over, under, 192 and a half. We're going sub 200 here. I don't know who he's throwing the ball to. That's a good question. <laughs> but I would have to think, as Key's looking for the sheet of paper that tells you who, who he's going to throw the ball to. Well, I can tell you now, it's Jacoby Myers. Yep. And it's Bird. Yep. And it's uh, Gunner. Gunner. What was his last Olszewski. name? 
Yeah, oh, yeah that. Go ahead. Well, there you go. There you right, go. Look, look how hard we had to fight for that one. Uh, I, I will say with Cam's prep, I still I, I take the over. I just think that he is going to perform well. I just don't think they're going to win. I'm, I'm fighting for it. I'm taking the over. I'm fighting for him. I'm, I, I'm fighting for him, man. I know he can do it. I know he can do it. He loves to cook. Let's bake. Come on. The Bacon with Juice game. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Las Vegas at Cleveland. That, of course, is Baker Mayfield. He won't be as dangerous likely without Odell Beckham Jr., but he will have Jarvis Landry. So Jarvis Landry, total receiving yards, 53 and a half. You see, when something seems too easy, in Vegas terms, I go the other way. This just seems too easy, right? Well, OBJ is out. Jarvis is the number one option. And Baker Mayfield, he's going to get it done. They're a better team without OBJ. I, I don't take this one. I go the opposite way. It depends on what type of bacon you're talking about uh, there, Zubin. Gotcha. Uh, I would say that it's 53 yards. Yeah, it's an over. It's an over. He could fit. Come on, man. Okay. Seriously. That's, a, that's, that's the reason why I'm going the opposite way. <laughs> People like me. I know. It's like, this is too easy. I'm like, uh, it makes me cringe a little bit. Under at 115, minus 115 for Jay. And finally... Key's favorite player. A Yannick debut. Unique New York. Unique New York. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Yannick Ngakwe, the newest member of the Ravens. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Jay with the NFL's best rivalry in recent times, at least. Renewed. Team, and this is a good one because these are defensive-oriented teams, right, fellas? Team with the most punts. Will it be Pittsburgh? Will it be Baltimore? Or will they have the same number of punts in a defensive-oriented ballgame? What do you take? You go first in this one, Key. I'm I'm going to say it's Baltimore. I'm going to say that they're going to stall in this situation with Lamar Jackson on third down a lot. They're going to get in a lot of third long situations, and they're going to have to punt the ball. I would agree with Key on this one. I I like the value here at the plus money. And we talked about this. Lamar struggling to throw the ball. I mean, in the air. That's that's what it's going to come down to to determine the winner of this game. And that'll do it for Jay Will or Jay Won. Of course, Jay is as embedded in the NBA as, frankly, anybody we know, certainly our NBA experts. So, Jay, I want to break this little Uh-oh. piece of news. Breaking news. Yes, yes. You'll be ready for it because you've been talking about it. Via Woj, the NBA's best insider, Mike D'Antoni and Ima Udoka are finalizing deals to become assistant coaches under Steve Nash with the Brooklyn Nets. So, D'Antoni will be reporting to Nash. Remember, D'Antoni coached Nash in Phoenix when Nash was a two-time MVP. And Udoka as well, right? Yes. And remember... Nia Long. I see you, Nia Long. <laughs> shout out to the actress. Well, yeah, they're so together. What do you make partners. of this? This is um, interesting. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like this for the Nets. I, I think continuity in their offense is something that's really good. And I like Mike, Mike D'Antoni in an assistant role, helping with Jacques Vaughn, helping with Steve Nash helping them with their offensive fluidity. I think that's pretty important. How many damn coaches do they have? It <laughs> well, like, I thought they set the staff already. I, not that I – I mean, obviously they have not since we just no, had this breaking I, of news. Course, but, of course, I'm just saying I thought for some reason that they had set the staff already when they first announced right. it. But here, here's, here's why I like the hire. You have a lot of guys on the nets that like having the ball in their hands. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, even though Kevin played – in Golden State without the ball with their continuity offense. Spencer Dimwitty, Karis LeVert, guys that like to dance with the ball. I think now having Mike D'Antoni in 
creating some kind of continuity system with Steve Nash working together. Steve Nash did play for Mike when they were in Phoenix together, familiarity yep. with the system. This, Like Kyrie said, and he got trashed for this, but this is also what Steve Nash said, this will be a collaborative effort between all these minds. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Steve Nash, Jacques Vaughn, and Mike D'Antoni. And I like the direction they're moving. And to your point, the day they hired Steve Nash, they had to pay a lot of extra money to keep Jacques Vaughn on the staff. He's mm-hmm. now one of the NBA's highest paid assistants after taking over as an interim. So that was decided day one. And then Jay will they add a prominent piece in Mike D'Antoni. Yes, also somebody who's had years of head coaching experience to kind of help the likes of Steve Nash and Jacques Vaughn. They kind of taken the page out of the Lakers book, it sounds like to me. Hmm. You look at the Lakers coaching staff with all those former head coaches over there. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting indeed. It just ratchets up even more pressure on the Brooklyn Nets in what will be a pressurized season. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. On the way are smart picks with what else? Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike a halloween theme the big question is excuse me little boy would you like a granny smith or a red delicious <laughs> but, but i knew you were a mounds guy you i like coconut I, I just coconuts? but i knew you were a mounds guy that is the worst candy in america See, coconut is a good combo oh god a mounds bar See, Subin, you gave me you gave me some insight here. I'm going to start handing out dental floss, considering my tooth history on Halloween. That's the direction I'm going now. A Mounds Bar? I never had a Mounds Bar. What is that? That's like you probably a shredded wheat dude for cereal too, huh? 
Very healthy, a lot of fiber. Very healthy, a lot of fiber. You're, <laughs> the, you're, the, you're the oldest dude on the set. I, you should I'm be eating shredded eating wheat. Shredded wheat. Man. What did you eat? What, what kind of cereal Great did you nuts eat growing and stuff? up? I'm Captain Crunch and Fruit Loops. Yeah, Fruit Loops. Tricks and I got Apple pounds Jacks. of sugar. Yeah. I'm not, Messing around, zooming and shredded wheat. Get the Frosted Flakes and put the sugar over the Frosted Flakes. <laughs> We're going to settle. You're getting a gala apple. Now get out of my house. All right. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app and use code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs. This week, with your first deposit, minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, fellas. It is time for the Redbox Smart Picks brought to you by Redbox. Oh. The smart picks in sports first, and then, it only seems appropriate, we'll get your favorite Halloween movies. All right, fellas, Key, the smart pick in sports for you. What you got your eye on? I mean, I could always go Clemson over Boston College, right? But I'm going to, I mean, that's be real smart. <laughs> it's a layup. Yeah, it's Basketball a layup. terms. I'm going to go with Ohio State over Penn State. Okay. I, I just, Ohio State is a really good football team, and I don't believe Penn State is a really good football team. I just don't. I think they're okay. But I, 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 I'm going with Ohio State. Jay? I am going with the only NFL undefeated team not being undefeated after this weekend. Ooh. The Steelers going down to the Baltimore Ravens. I think we walk away Sunday having a different impression of Lamar Jackson and what he's going to be able to do throwing the football. Even with the Steelers game plan, I think we're going to see some holes in their offense. Love it. We should mention Penn State taking on Ohio State in Happy Valley, 730 Eastern on ABC. So get ready for a little Saturday night football and for Jay's point, with regards to Lamar Jackson and company, they have the 31st passing attack in the NFL, 20th in passing efficiency, so maybe they turn the tide this weekend. I'm going to go with a, a team we've been talking about a little bit off the air. Hmm. I don't think there's ever been a team in recent memory that has been in the top 10 of the college football poll that has been as disrespected as Oklahoma State. They are sitting there undefeated, the Big 12's only chance to get to the playoff. They are sixth in the country. They will host Texas this weekend. And, Key, the only reason I'm bringing it up if they don't keep winning, the Big 12 is checked out of this thing. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I just I don't want to see that, man. I, I don't. It's not about what you don't want to see. It's about what's deserved. If they earn it, no. they Come earn on, it. Key. We could talk about after the show why I don't want to see it. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. But make it quick because we got to zoom out of here, as you know. The smart pick on Redbox is The Craft, the movie. Remember The Craft? It was that movie that came about... About 25 years ago, remember this actress? This is a blast from the past. Nev Campbell, do you remember that actress? Yeah, that no, 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 I know her. I don't ago. know her from that movie. <laughs> there was another movie that she was in. Yes, it's probably... Don't watch it Friday oh, yeah, night yeah, with yeah, the family. Yeah, I know her. Don't watch it Friday night with the family. Four outcast teenage girls practice witchcraft and conjured up various spells and curses against those who angered them. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. That certainly seems like a Halloween type of movie. The theatrical home release of The Craft, Legacy, the continuation of the 96 flick, is now available today to rented Redbox on demand just in time for Halloween tomorrow, leading us to our big time Halloween movies. I'm just going to reel off all the movies. Please. These are all available for you on Redbox anytime you want to watch. Go ahead. She was also on screen on Redbox also. Yes. There you go. Good key company, man. Love it. All right. <laughs> Learning and, from Jay Will, you know, yes. it and it too, <laughs> it and it chapter two. That's Pennywise the clown. If you're old enough to remember it, anything, does that resonate with you guys? It, it, it does, but I don't, yeah, it resonates for me. It's the first book I read as a kid. Can mm. you believe that? Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, and it's about like a four hundred page book. Why would I read that as my first book? That's scary. Hate that movie. The return of Jamie Lee Curtis in the latest edition. This was one of the great flicks of all time with regard to being serial. But the latest edition of Halloween. I guess this has to be the choice, right? In twenty eighteen, the latest version. Key. Uh, it's cool. I've been watching a, a series of Halloweens here over the last couple of weeks, though, too. 
Speaking of Stephen King, how about Carrie? This goes back to 1976. Yeah, that one's yeah, yeah, Carrie. Yeah, 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 that's real. That's real. The Conjuring. Do you remember that? That was yes. a few years ago? Yeah, it was a couple years ago. That's good. And this is the most modern one. I like this one a lot. Um, and I, I think you guys might too. A lot of people really like this. Get Out. Yes. I thought yeah. Get Out was great. Key. Key. Stop. <laughs> Get Out. Yeah, good. yeah. And obviously, yes. very 2020. Yes, I, would, I would certainly vote for him a third time. And obviously, John Gruden's favorite child's play. I hate that damn doll. I really do. Chucky. It just, it just, it's not like scary Chucky. to me because it's it's a doll. I mean, it's yeah, no. It's surprising that we did not bring up The Exorcist, one of my all time. That's on the list. I I, they, I, I can't watch that movie. I, I, lot, I cannot watch that movie. Yeah, it's a lot of the sequels. Like, the beginning things of Halloween, I'm cool. But when you start getting deep into the sequels, it's like, I know what's getting ready to happen. She's going to fall down. He's going to grab her. <laughs> Done. But then when the early... Why does everybody always leave each other? That's why I don't get... Well, let's let's spread out. You guys go there. We'll go... No, stay together in the movie. Everybody, no, no, I'm leaving. It's You're, up to you. You're on your own, bro. Why are you trying to be like, that's when people get I'm killed? Leaving. I'm leaving because if I go with you, I'm going to probably die. If I leave You're probably going to be safe. I'm going to pick a good safe place. No, I'm good. It is odd after, during all these movies, they always directly run right back into where they should be. I'm that's not, Keyshawn, I'm, I'm telling you. That's Keyshawn. No, I'm leaving. And I'm not asking somebody hitchhiking on the road and all. You're not I'm doing just, that. You're just no, running. I'm going. I'm not looking back. Now, do you still have your speed from back in the day? Do you still? Can you still? I, get, I promise you I'm going to get away. <laughs> I'm going to get away. I'm going to learn how to swim. I'm going to learn how to do everything. I'm going I'm I'm to learn how to swim. Right in here. Bam. If I got to dive into a lake somewhere. Oh, Jason going to get you in the lake. You got oh, no I'm, chance. I'm going to learn how to swim. You can't just learn how to swim while you're trying to survive for your life. When Keith. I'm scared to hell, I promise you I'm going to learn. All I right. promise you. I'm going to focus in. I'm going to dial in. Just a reminder, got to mention, visit redbox.com slash Halloween for more, and you can watch new movies and top entertainment. Plus, try free live TV on Redbox with over 70 channels of news, which I'm sure many people will be tuned into next week. TV shows, viral videos, and more. Always on demand with our great friends at Redbox. Key on Monday, Irvin Magic Johnson in the house. Laker legend. Yeah, that's good. We'll get a chance to talk to Buck. That's his, that's one of his nicknames, and so Buck. we'll get it. Yeah, okay. Buck. Can, can you just put this in perspective real quick? I mean, it was what ten months ago Hurry that people up. were lambasting Magic Johnson, yep. because Jenny Buss was saying go. Now he's won multiple championships, Dodgers and Lakers. In there bo- you go. Unbelievable. Mike Tannenbaum will join us as well, and we'll get you ready for Brady on Monday Night Football. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there with the kids. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at six Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News or wherever you stream your audio.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.